0: This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Holland Assets Podcast, episode 131. Today, we're talking May 2023 financials. It's back to a financials episode after the very long and uh, and sprawling fuel episode that we did last uh, last time. So I am your host, Craig. With me, as always, Chris. How's it going?
1: Going well. How are you?
0: Yeah, not too bad. You excited for a a, a nice, easygoing uh, financials episode? Yeah that
1: that last episode took quite a bit more work than than most episodes do, but I, I think it turned out pretty well. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited about it and. We've we've already had some pretty good interest uh, from folks. So, if if you haven't listened to it for some reason, go back and listen to the Fuel Stream episode on fuel, and uh, there's there's some uh, really good things in that one.
0: Unless you hate keeping your money,
1: yeah, hate saving money. It's
0: <laughs> you're weird. And uh, just to give people a little bit of a heads up, we may. I, I don't know if this is fully confirmed yet, but we may end up doing two financials episodes in a row. I'm sure that this will burn down the world. Uh, and everybody <laughs> needs to know this. But for those who keep track, you know, we usually alternate between financials and, and the other topics. Uh, but as Chris pointed out, we don't want to do June financials in August. So <laughs> we're going to kind of try to get uh, get a step up on that. And uh, we may do another one of those next time. So uh, hollandassetsllc.com is where I tell everybody to go at the beginning of every episode, and I hope you do that for full show notes. Uh, and go to motorcarrierhq.com for the tools, the resources, uh, the phone numbers that you need to get yourself started, get out on the road, uh, and uh, leave us a positive review. Come hang out on Facebook, all those things. Chris, am I forgetting anything?
1: I think that's uh, that's that's probably it. All right. Yeah. So, how's your week been? It's been good. It's been it's been I've been out on military leave for the last couple of weeks. Um, that's part of the reason that we did the last episode remotely mm, yeah. is, uh, is because I was in Montana, was such a beautiful state. Oh, I love Montana.
0: <laughs> every I, I mean this very literally every single time we cross the, the uh, state line on like a family road trip or something into Montana. My dad goes, Oh, God's country. It, it, it really is, it's, <laughs> it's
1: God's country. And usually military training ranges are the most ugly, worst places in the world. Uh, Fort Harrison, just outside of Helena, Montana is not that.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. Well, did you have a good time then?
1: Had a good time, yeah, went went fast, uh, did did some fun stuff. Uh, got an airborne jump in, that's always fun. Did
0: you really? I did. How yeah. many of those have you done?
1: Um, I've only been in an airborne unit through the span of my career for about 6 years total. So I've, I've done about 30.
0: Wow. Okay. 30 jumps. And so you're in an airborne unit now. Yep. So you're certified to to jump solo and uh and carry a gun.
1: Yeah, they in in uh the static line jumps that I do, um there's no way to jump tandem or at least no way that I know of. And so it's <laughs> you're always on your own, but you don't have to worry about pulling a rip cord. We so it was a fun jump. We did it out of a Chinook yeah. helicopter. That's fun and then we did with full combat equipment, um, and then we did a, a about a six seven mile foot movement to an objective, and yeah. it was fun. It
0: was that's a a, yeah. that's a heck of a day.
1: Yeah, it was a good day. It was a long day. It was. Uh,
0: Would you say that beats driving a truck?
1: Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> driving's fun too, but I mean, there's nothing like jumping out of a a perfectly good aircraft with military equipment on you and landing in a in a drop zone that's that's good stuff
0: nice nice well speaking of trucking chris how's the uh how's the company going any exciting stories or things to share
1: yeah it's been good it, um it's it's actually been really busy um you know last time or a couple times ago we talked a little bit about going out and finding some new relationships with shippers mm, so yeah. been making a lot of phone calls um doing some visits uh gonna gonna meet some new shippers that we were trying to um, let us do do some loads for and going to m- do some face-to-face. We've been able to set up some face-to-face appointments uh, with with those guys and then some other guys that we've we've met with before that haven't quite gained traction yet. But it's a, it's a long game. You can't you know, just show up one time at somebody's doorstep and say, hey, send me work. You know, right. Oftentimes it takes a while to cultivate those relationships. And so we're just doing that you know cultivating
0: so much of that and this uh again i talked about this a little bit last time but i've done sales i've been in that game before and that's essentially what this is if you're trying to cultivate relationships with direct relationships with shippers you're selling yourself and your service this is a sales job and it's as much about timing as it is about anything else about your ability to to sweet talk them or you know do you have the best pricing or whatever do you have the jets flying over people say they can't <laughs> hear that did you know that Chris I I people,
1: haven't but that one was pretty that loud was they've pretty been loud. flying all day long yeah. today because my my office in Ogden is right over their flight path and they've been going nuts today.
0: <laughs> yeah they really have yeah. anyway but I was gonna say it's as much about timing as anything else and so you go and introduce yourself to a shipper and they say hey uh, you know it's nice to meet you but we're not looking for anybody right now great no problem here's my card. I'll I'll follow up with you in three months and see how you guys are doing. And it's that follow-up staying front of mind so that when they are in need, you're the one that comes up Uh, or, you know, you do happen to give them a call the week that they are looking for somebody. And so that's, uh, that's where that follow-up becomes the most vital part of sales. It is.
1: I've said this before. You don't have to necessarily be the most polished speaker and um, fun personality to be really good at sales. It's that follow up that that does it. And it's, yeah, it's, you've got to stay in their, the forefront of their mind. And so those regular visits so that they know who you are and they're thinking of you. and, And when that opportunity comes along, that they have an emergency where either their current carrier can't fulfill something, or they had an issue with their current carrier. If you're that, constant following up they're going to be one of the first people they call and and that's really what the name of the game is yep
0: absolutely so how's it going with Brad and who's Brad remind everybody who Brad is
1: um Brad is the the operations manager that we hired started the the 1st of May he's doing really really well um there there's a lot of things kind of to talk about that that's happened at, at Holland assets in a little bit so we'll probably take a little bit more time before we jump into the numbers than than normal one of them's just Brad I mean he's been great Um, there was a time where you know I was gone for the two weeks that Nate was also gone um, for a few days during that period and Brad kind of had to hold the fort down all by himself and just did a phenomenal job anytime you know he's a problem solver so when Mm. challenges or issues pop up he's able to find a way to solve them and so it it's nice and gives us a peace of mind that we've got somebody that's competent and capable to handle things um, if both of us are unavailable And, and so it's, it's, he's been, he's been great. And you know, he's, it's been a baptism by fire. Anytime you step into a new job, it always, um, there's always a lot to learn, but he's learning things quickly. Like you take, for example, um, while I was gone those two weeks, we had a new truck come online and when a new truck comes online, there's a lot of work to do. Not only did we have a new truck come online, we also had a new driver come online and so (laughs) that whole week, um, I wasn't available and, and Brad was taking a big chunk of that. He got the truck and. Trailer registered, almost all by himself. It didn't take a whole lot of help from me. There, were, he called and asked just a few little basic questions, and and that that surprised me. It was it was awesome that he, that's usually a part of the business that I handle. He was able to get it all taken care of with just a tiny little bit of coaching. Um, you know, bringing on a, I, you forget. How much even though we've done this so many times in the last several years you forget how much time it takes to bring on a new truck get it all set up ready to go mm. you know do the registration and then orient a new driver and and do all that and so the last couple of weeks have been just crazy busy with that kind of stuff
0: yeah and i just want to remind uh, everybody listening who is uh, thinking about building a fleet and you know they've got their 15 20 trucks out on the road and they're like you know what i need an operations manager
1: too bad brad is taken you can't have them uh yeah too bad yeah and so it, he, he's he's been great and now we've got 11 trucks on the road that's a that's good that's 11 awesome. on the road wow. yeah that was truck 12 remember truck yep 11 truck replaced is, truck one yep and so now we're 11 trucks 11 drivers and and we for the most part we'll talk a little bit about this in in um, the uh, episode that's coming up we've we've done a decent pretty decent job of keeping all all those trucks engaged mm.
0: good yeah. all right so that means hopefully the numbers should start picking up which again we're going to get into but as you said we've uh, maybe got a few other things to uh, talk about before we get to the numbers let's see what else so you said 11th truck on the road and we're aiming for what two or two more three more by the end of the year
1: um yes no no yes so we've that's what the plan was initially but okay. we've just decided in the last um couple weeks that uh we're not going to bring on any new trucks this year oh wow the, the financing terms on this they've steadily over the last year just been getting worse and worse and worse mm. and worse and the, the terms on this last truck were just to the point like we're going to do this one time you know we've had to come up with more money the interest rates worse which means you know more money, bigger payment, and we just don't feel comfortable right now adding any more trucks to the fleet. So we're actually putting a pause for the rest of the year.
0: Just need to wait till the market corrects a little bit, yeah, so that you can do that.
1: And and it gives us an opportunity to kind of take a step back, work a little bit more on our operations. You know, I've talked about scaling a business quite a few times, mm-hmm. and and in a situation like this where we kind of consciously make an effort to. Not grow aggressively for a while, which I've done in other businesses as well. It makes for a really good opportunity to kind of polish things up, um, improve your system, so that as you know when you're ready to kind of pull the trigger and really grow again you 've got things in place better and and the you, your growth tends to be a little bit smoother and so mm-hmm. we've just decided you know with the the f- you know the, the terms on the financing of new trucks that it, this is a good time for us to kind of um improve what we've got and, and set up better systems and um, let, let uh, kind of some of the money catch up for a little bit. And we're just gonna kind of put a pause on, yeah. on adding new trucks.
0: Well, let me put you on the spot for a second, Chris, uh, because this is not in our notes. This was not planned to talk about, but it, the question burns in my mind. If Holland Assets is not willing to add any more trucks right now with the market as it is, what do you say to somebody who is an employee driver and has been thinking about pulling the trigger and becoming an owner operator uh and that then they hear you say oh man these these terms aren't very favorable this is a tough market whatever uh is that going to go for them too uh, if somebody asked you would you say hey you know what, give it six months see where it, it's sitting
1: it, it, again it's it i'm going to say kind of what i've said you know periodically in the past that everybody's situation is a little bit different um it kind of goes along with that mentality of you want your hook in the water when the fish start to bite. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say if you're in a position financially where you can do that, you can accept those terms, um, and, and you can make things work, and that kind of gets things going, it's not necessarily a bad time. And we're gonna talk a little bit more about this. I think we've hit bottom. Like I, I, the signals are showing more and more, I'm seeing more and more that I think we've hit bottom. As far as the market goes, and I think we're just going to kind of things are going to kind of continue to improve. And so, with that improvement, you know, that's a that's when you want your hook to be in the water. Right. And so, it, it really again, it just boils down to somebody's personal financial situation. And if their financial situation is good, you know, oftentimes when you start anyway, you're going to buy a used truck, so the financing isn't going to have as big of an impact. Where we've been, you know, every time we buy a new truck and trailer, I mean, we're Putting out, um, you know, a quarter of a million dollars at a time, a little right. bit more, and so that has a bigger impact on the financing terms. Has a bigger impact on that. It means you have to put more money down. The insurance, the interest payments are higher, and so if you're not doing that, it, it might not be as big of a deal. And especially if you're an owner operator, you know, you're you can do things with overhead. Your your efficiency with your trucks typically going to be higher because you're not you're gonna. You know, if you have a truck, a driver quit on you, you don't have a truck down for as long as time because <laughs> yeah. you're not going to quit on yourself, right, as an right. owner-operator. So there's, there's lots of things that, as an owner-operator, you can do that can kind of help mitigate some of the challenges of the market.
0: Yeah. All right. Well said. I just thought I'd throw that out there because I know that there are going to be people who hear and, that and ask that question.
1: And that's a, so. that's a good, fair question. And, uh, again, that's where you kind of… Well,
0: and, and this is where I would point people toward MotorCarrierHQ.com right? Where you can actually get somebody on the phone and say, here's my situation. What do we think? Yeah. Right. And you can get a coach who tells you uh, what you need to do to get that hook in the water. Right. Yep. So, okay, Chris, let's get back to uh, what else has been going on lately. Uh, what month is this? We we're in May, June, something like that. So what the, have been hauling lately?
1: Um, we still doing a lot of the kind of the onions, a little bit of potatoes, um, so a, a decent amount of produce, um, I, I think the potato sheds are starting to kind of try to clear out. Yep. They got to so, get ready for September. Yep. Get ready for the harvest. Um, so a, a lot of that kind of things and just a, a bunch of hodgepodge of things.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was just curious if there was like a, a, a thing you'd been hauling yeah. lately. I, another no more, thing no more m ms
1: No, no, not doing m ms not, no <laughs> more mac and cheese. Um, another thing that's kind of interesting that's happened over the last little while is is we hired back a driver one of our mm. our previous drivers that had left to go somewhere else and and de- decided that that other opportunity wasn't as good as turns
0: out the grass wasn't green the grass
1: wasn't greener in this situation came back and um that's the second time we've done that and yeah. and i think that's a that goes to show that we really do try to keep to, to treat our drivers well. And, and that's one of the things that's kind of helped us to um, not have a whole ton of downtime with, with trucks. That's another thing that mm. as this episode goes on, we're gonna talk a little bit about downtime and efficiency of your trucks and you know, keeping them on the road and rolling really is, is one of the things that, that has such a huge impact on your profit.
0: Yeah. And it's, as you say, kind of a, a good indication of company culture uh, and whether you're succeeding as an employer. I, I remember working for a company that had a lot of boomerangs, we called them. You, they'd, they'd leave and they'd come right back. You know, six months later they're back uh, and it became kind of a joke. You know, it, yeah, they, they boomeranged. And, you know, it might be a joke, but it's also not because they find out that, yeah, the grass isn't greener. So it's a good indication that, to you that you're doing a good job as an employer. Uh, I watched as that same company <laughs> <laughs> had less and less and less of the boomeranging until by the time I left, nobody was coming back. That like, you know, it went through changes in ownership and had changes in company culture. And by the time I was out, everybody was out. It was, uh, it was really something to see, um, that, that boomeranging. All right, Chris, anything else that you wanna talk about before we get to the numbers?
1: Let's dive into the numbers. Yeah, the numbers, yeah.
0: all right. So when you walked in, Chris, when you sat down and I fired up the microphones, you didn't seem as stressed out as you did the last <laughs> oh I don't know five <laughs> <laughs> or more financials episodes, so that is already an indication to me that uh, hopefully things are looking up. You mentioned you hope things have bottomed out. Uh, is this month any better than the last one?
1: It it actually it's kind of it's kind of interesting is you know kind of my process for preparing for the episode you know I, I go and make sure the profit and loss statements. Are good that all the books are you know essentially close out the books for the month, right? Right. So Nate does a certain portion of the the books for Holland Assets. Brad is now starting to do a little bit like they're they're doing the invoicing. They enter some of the expense transactions and some of the revenue transactions, and then I go in and review everything, clean everything all up, enter journal entries, and and do a handful of other things. Um. And and so I'm going through that process. You know, like I'm I'm not expecting anything different than right. kind of what's happened. But um the number shocked me when I when I kind of pulled the actually ran the report and <laughs> looked right. at the number at the bottom. I was like, holy crap, what happened? And to the point where I'm like, something I, must did not I be do right. Wrong? Yeah. And so like <laughs> I, I put more effort in like double checking everything <laughs> on this on the financials this month because like I couldn't really believe what I saw.
0: Yeah. Oh what a tease, Chris. Yeah, what there you a you tease. Go. All so right. So let's, let's go get into, the into numbers. it. The total miles run in uh, so these are the May numbers, May twenty twenty three. Total miles run, where are we at?
1: One hundred two thousand four hundred sixty miles, which is actually the most miles we've ever run, not by much. Okay. So I think it was about a thousand more than our previous record, but one hundred two thousand miles. Okay. Um, we had a couple trucks that that ran um, half time. One of them was a driver that's just not putting on a whole ton of miles, mm. and the other one is uh, is one drive a a new driver that we had to hire so a truck was sat for about half the month yeah
0: okay so but still a record number of miles that's awesome how many of those were deadhead miles Uh,
1: 8361 which is actually the highest we've had in a while
0: Uh, percentage wise
1: both well yeah number and percentage so the percentage was 8.1 which is the highest we've had in quite a while and and you know the gross the, the number itself was the highest we've i think I would venture to say probably the highest you've ever had, but I, I don't know that for sure.
0: Right. So uh, truck 11 was not yet on the road in May. It, right? it ran May, a little bit. In, a little bit in May. I think it ran a little bit in May. Okay. but I just well, I, So I'm trying to contextualize the miles, and now we're going to talk about the total revenue, which came to what?
1: Well, bef- before we go to the revenue, we'll go oh. to that n- next, but the 102,000 miles, that, yeah. it's really, that there was truck, truck 11 was on the road but it was replacing truck one so it was really um uh uh, 10 trucks on the road and so truck 12 that was actually the 11th truck so we're confusing ourselves
0: yeah yeah we gotta we're gonna nail this down here when i say truck 11 i mean the 11th 11th truck truck, that you have on the road
1: that didn't start till june so we only had 10 trucks (laughs) available to run in um in May, so Got it's it. a little over ten thousand miles per truck, which right. is is kind of really at the minimum of where we want to sure. be. Uh, it's acceptable, acceptable, and that so and that was good, and you, it, it's going to be reflected in in the overall numbers that we've talked about.
0: I'm almost afraid to ask, but are so you ready to talk that, about revenue?
1: So revenue, yes, <laughs> okay. two hundred twenty-seven thousand eight hundred nine dollars and seventy-six cents. All
0: right, two two twenty-seven. We'll call it two twenty-eight. We'll round up two hundred twenty-eight thousand. Yep. Uh, not bad. No, for not ten bad trucks. At all. Okay, yeah, it was, it was actually really pretty good. Over a hundred and two thousand miles. What does that give us for a rate per mile? So
1: that gives us two dollars and twenty three cents a mile. Okay, per mile. Miles. So that, that's way better than it was in June, um, or in May, in, or in uh, March, uh, Mar- April.
0: Whatever. April
1: comes before May. You know what, right? yeah, time, April. time is yeah.
0: a flat circle, <laughs> what is truth? The earth is flat. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: okay, so yeah, what did you say, 223? 223. 223
1: a mile. And so that's, it's a, like a 40 cent a mile swing in June, which kind of throws up some red flags to me. So right. I, I, do, I do a little bit of research here and it, it's kind of interesting. The timing, there's a bit of an anomaly in, in a lot of the timing. So I I went back and I looked. So April's numbers, there were a a bunch of trucks that ran the majority of the end of April loads in In April. April, Yeah. But they delivered like on the 1st of May. We had a ton of deliveries on the 1st of May. Mm, Okay. The 1st and 2nd. And so a lot of the miles were run in April, but the delivery happened in May. So that means the revenue is attributed to May and so what that ends up doing is it makes it means that april's numbers really weren't quite as bad as we as they show and and it inflates may's numbers a little bit and makes may look a little better than it was
0: but this is why you know there's a part of me that that hates doing these uh financials episodes every month i i love the episodes i i don't actually hate doing them but there it is a little bit misleading in that if you're looking at this month's snapshot and you're either rejoicing or panicking based on this month's snapshot, it can, yeah, it can mislead you. Um, And so it's, it's almost like for somebody listening to this, if you haven't ever done this before, go do a year of financials episodes back to back to back and just listen to all 12 of them and you, Will get a much better idea of how things have gone for the company than if you just listen to this one and then kind of forget about it until the next one.
1: does yeah. that make sense? yeah, absolutely, yeah. and those kind of anomalies will even out over the space exactly. of a quarter there's and what I'm even, trying to out say. even more over the space of a year, yeah and so yeah, you don't you don't get quite as many of the the peaks in the valleys that you you get a little more. True number when you look at things on a quarterly basis or you know, every six months or year basis. The longer the time period, the more things have a tendency to even out. Right. But to complicate that even even more, like the exact opposite happened <laughs> at the end of May. Oh, right. And so a bunch of loads delivered on the 30th and 31st of May.
0: And then you get back out on the road. Yeah. Right and away. so
1: it like it, it basically, um, it, it did it just did the opposite. And yeah. So you've got a bunch of loads ending in May and so that again that's going to overinflate May's numbers under June's just a little bit. Right. And so but you know it is what it is and it, it makes May's numbers look really pretty which we will take because <laughs> it's been a while since we've, uh, we've you know, had a really good looking numbers.
0: Let's I, I have one more thing to say on that but let's first just go ahead and throw the number out there. What was the number for net profit?
1: It was $46,444.56 very nice very nice yeah
0: very nice it's uh not a not an absolute new record but pretty close pretty close yeah,
1: yeah. i mean by far the best numbers we've had since when things were absolutely crazy mm. a year ago yeah. yeah well more than a year ago now like the very first few months of uh 2022 oh, that's
0: right. right when that's how long it's when been february was an amazing yeah. month for shipping like what <laughs> yeah where
1: we we essentially kind of had the same profit numbers with four or five trucks instead of 10 trucks right but but still I mean when you get to the point where you're essentially making a profit of five thousand dollars per truck which is almost where we're at right there that's like the you know the about where we want to be I I, we we should be able to on average get higher than that um but it's it's an acceptable like that's
0: it, it's a bit like the deadhead miles you have where you want to be. And yeah, there's some wiggle room and, uh, you know, it's not a disaster if you go above that, but yeah. we want to see it at 5% or less. That'd be great. Yeah. So what you're saying is the five grand per truck is a bit like that. This is our baseline goal where we want to get to.
1: I, yeah, well, I, I would even say it's probably a little higher than that. Mm-hmm. Although you, you probably look at it as a range, right? we probably want to be somewhere uh, net profit of between five and $7,000 per truck. Right. And so we're on the bottom end of that good range. Yeah. And so yeah. in all, it's it's good. Yeah. And, you know, if we stayed there forever, you know, it's not going to be the worst thing in the world. Right.
0: Well, the, uh, the other thing I was going to say, I, I was talking about tempering your reactions to whatever numbers by looking at the bigger picture. Look at the quarterly numbers. Look at the yearly numbers. Uh, to put this month in context. But at the same time, Chris, you know what? It's pretty nice when you see that number pop up and you go, oh gosh, I, I got to double check my spreadsheet yeah. here. Is, is this on? really true? It's, you know, take a, min- take a minute, yeah. pump your fist. Hey, we had a great month. That's awesome.
1: When, when I told Chet what the numbers were, he's like, he, he threw out a few expletives and like, you know, <laughs> calling me a liar and all kinds <laughs> of dirty names. And so I kind of had to walk him through the numbers and... Like, oh, okay, good. Mike, I, I don't believe you. I thought you were lying to me. There you go. That's pull, awesome. Pulling his leg.
0: Okay. Well, uh, any specific numbers you want to pull out? Anything from the profit and loss statement that had an outsized impact on these total numbers?
1: Yeah, let, let's talk about a few things because there, there are some anomalies in this one. Um, the first one is if you look at the damages, it's a negative number. And you're like, well, how the heck can you get a negative hmm. number in damages? Well, what it boils down to is um, we had um, a, a shipper that damaged one of our doors on the back of our truck. We got a bid to get it fixed and um, sent that to the shipper. The shipper sent us a check for that amount and we may just sit on it because it, the door is still functional. It's, it's mostly cosmetic. Well, it is, it's all cosmetic. Um, and so we're not going to get it repaired right away. So I, that's what I did with that is I put that money in the damages category. And so we actually kind of made money in damages.
0: <laughs> there you go. And that does speak to, uh, it, like, you can't get that negative number if there's a whole bunch of other damages going on that you yeah. are paying for. And so there
1: were a so, few damages that we were paying for, but right. the net was that it was like 3,000 something in damage. When the check that we got for the damaged door I think was about four. Right. If I remember right. So,
0: okay. All right. Yeah. And that always feels good. Yeah. Put a little, put a little I'll negative number on there. Yeah. Where, where you want it. <laughs> yeah. A
1: negative in expenses is a, yeah, exactly. is a positive.
0: There you go. Uh, it's a, like anybody who's taken accounting one Oh one, you know, when they're 17, 18 years old and they have to wrap their brain around, wait, so a credit isn't always and a debit doesn't. Yeah. It, oh, and yeah. you're trying to figure on which
1: side of the assets equals
0: sometimes you're like i love negative numbers great (laughs) all right what else do you want to pull out
1: so um another thing that's pretty interesting in this one is if you look at our the fuel expense so i don't know if you've noticed because unless you're buying diesel all the time you may not notice Mm -hmm. this but um diesel prices have actually gone been going down for the last several months kind of stabilized um it's really interesting because we um, I, I should probably pull this up. I I'm, I'm kind of going from memory here. Let's see if I can get this pulled up. Sorry, bear with me. Um, we spent just under $62,000 in fuel and okay. in, in May. And we have had months. Let me see if I can see this mm. here. Well, it's I'm, been way, way more than that. It yeah. With fewer trucks. So like in, you take, for example, in January of this year, it was seventy six thousand dollars in fuel. Cheap. Um, in November it was seventy five thousand dollars in fuel. September sixty eight, and so and and we did seventy in July of last year. So it's been. And a what'd long you say the number was? This sixty, mm-hmm. uh, just under sixty two. Yeah. So it, it's been basically June since June of last year that we have had consistently under sixty thousand dollars in fuel oh and and even back then we it was almost half as many trucks right maybe not quite half as many but to have a sixty two thousand dollar fuel bill with a you know 10 trucks running is way better than it has been and so our percentage of fuel to revenue was 27 what did i put in there 27.2 percent which is the is right in line with where we Mm -hmm. you know want it to be and 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 good and it's been um a really long time um you know beginning of 2022 since we saw that kind of a number and so that's that's good that and that's a, a another one of the big reasons that we're seeing this higher net income level is because our fuel expense hasn't been so crappy
0: right right uh, talk to me about the next item on the list, which is hiring, uh, cause you did bring on a new driver.
1: We did. And that, and, and that I'm not sure to be honest with you, I, I think that hiring cost was actually for a replacement driver, not associated with the new truck, um, from May slash April of, of, yeah. of this year. So it's a thousand bucks. You know, when we typically, when we, um, hire a new driver, we put about a thousand dollars, um, in advertising for that new driver. Wow. And that's what that is.
0: That's yeah, that's amazing. That's uh, not not a small amount of Internet advertising
1: money. It's not it's not cheap to bring on new drivers. No,
0: not at all. Okay, Uh, let's see. What else do we have last uh, last month? We had a high number that came down a little bit.
1: Yeah. So if you remember last month in work comp, we had Mm -hmm. a, a double payment or we put it down the down payment. I think we had another extra payment on top of that. Well, in this month, it's again, it's a negative number because um, we didn't have a double payment and we got a refund back from our policy that had finished out in, in April. And so another, another negative number. I mean, we're not used to seeing negative numbers <laughs> and expenses and all of a sudden this month, we've got two of them.
0: So <laughs> you, you want it to be negative in yeah. expense, not revenue. We're too used to, uh, or not revenue, sorry, profit. Uh, we don't want to, we, don't, we we want it to be this way, Chris. Yeah, for it, as long as possible, that,
1: that would be that would be good. And then the negative number and the, the work comp piece isn't very much. It was, I think, like 800 bucks or something like that. But so you know what? It's, we'll take it.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty on the spreadsheet. It does. So. All right. Anything else you want to talk about from the numbers this month?
1: Everything else was was basically fairly vanilla. Um, you know, but as again, as I was kind of doing, you know, kind of going through the profit and loss, all the books, you know, for a second time to make sure everything was right. You know, I started thinking and, and looking at things, you know not just in Holland assets, but across a few of my other businesses where I, I can see some kind of indicators of what I feel like is is going on with things. and, and I'm, I'm starting to see more and more signs that I, I'm feeling pretty confident that like I said before, I, I think we've at least hit the bottom. Mm. And um, I, I think if not, actually starting to go up just a little bit, you know, the next several months, and, and especially when we get into like October, November of this year, that's really going to be the telling piece that tells us, okay, has the market corrected? Are we, are we doing better? But I, my, my guts telling me that at a minimum we've hit bottom, and it's not going to get worse. worse.
0: Okay, well, uh, an excellent bright spot this month. Uh, if we're looking at it, uh, if we're looking at it short term, or we're looking at it long term, it's a nice bright spot with these numbers. Uh, and Chris, if we were to have, uh, an impact tip, I think today's might be take the long view, um, just cause we've talked about it a little bit, right? Yeah. So whether it's an awesome month or a really crappy one, put it in context that doesn't make it any less crappy or any less awesome, but make sure you take that long view and understand your numbers beyond just what they look like at the close of your month. Yep. Yep. Right? I-
1: yeah you know, and that's a good point. I think that's one of the things that, that separates a lot of times really good business owners from, from not so good business owners as they do. They always have that long term perspective on things. You know a really, really good month isn't going to get them. they're not going to get overly excited about it. A really, really bad month isn't going to put them into a, a, a depression, you know right they, they, they can manage that. they see that. they have that long term vision.
0: All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening, uh, as always. And I'll just remind you to go to Holland Assets LLC. Give us a positive review wherever you listen to the show. Leave a comment. Uh, We'd love to see that. And uh, go to MotorCarrierHQ.com for all of those tools, resources, coaches that we uh, talked about a little bit earlier in the episode. Other than that, Chris, I will see you next time for what will probably be another financials episode.
1: Yeah, it'll be most likely that's going to be the case because I don't want to be doing uh, June's numbers in August. So we'll see you then.